Hey, weirdos. Hi, weirdos. How's it going? We're in a coffee shop here. Just brainstorming about season three. Very exciting. Just catching up. Leah's been tending to the family, doing a great job. Oh, the baby. Oh, my gosh. I can't even handle it. He is actually really cute. <laughs> I mean, every parent says that, but I do think. No, it's objective in yeah. this case. Yeah. What, what have you been watching on TV? Have you had any great uh, TV watching moments? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I've been watching um, a lot. I've been re-watching my, one of my favorites, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I've been watching some, some new shows. I watched a show about... Um, Instant Hotel, it's about Australians doing Airbnb stuff, being mean to each other. It's actually really <laughs> why does the why does the being how does the being mean to each other come to come into play? Oh, it's like a contest about like who has the best Airbnb, basically. And I don't know, like th- something about the Australian like personality, I feel like national personalities on display. I feel like I would like Australia just as a place. Yeah, I think so. It's kinda like an unstuffy great you know, England. Yeah, when I waited tables, there was a guy who, one of my customers was Australian, and he told me something really funny, and I think there's truth to it. He said Australians are the Texans of the world. Oh, that is amazing. I've also heard that about Alberta, Canada. Shout out to Ian, one of our listeners, I think. Ian, where are you, Ian? Yeah, like Alberta is the... the, is the uh, the Texas of Canada? Are they the Lone Star uh, profit? Well, it's like it's like the dirty oil money mixed with the attitude. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, so I have been watching uh, my wife and I, yeah, Susan. We 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 just last night finished the first two seasons of The Good Place. <gasps> I love The Good Place. Yeah, we've just been late adopters to it, but it's 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 everything. It has like the philosophy. It has like the religious, the hokey afterlife kind of cliches. I think when I watch that show, I'm like, how on earth did they get this made? You know, it seems too good for TV. I know. Well, maybe it's... I wonder if they had the actors. Like, I wonder if they had Ted Danson and the... Kristen Bell. Yeah, Kristen Bell. And I wonder if they had those people kind of anchoring it down. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, went from there. I mean, it'd be fascinating to sort of know how... How... um, Should we get his voice? (laughs) His voice on the... He's making his debut. Make your debut. Good job. Yes, my son is... He was was squawking a little bit there, but now he's not, but... Anyway, there's just so much TV. I was I saw an SNL skit about Netflix, which was like making fun of like people, just like the way that Netflix shows. Yes, there he is. There is making fun of the way that Netflix shows just multiply like gremlins, like how oh, how many yeah. just how many Netflix shows there are, and like how can there actually be viewers of all of these shows? Like some of these shows must have like one person watching them. Yeah, I'm that person probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm watching one called Siempre Bruja, which is... No one's watching that. Somebody's watching it. I'm going to put it out there. And somebody's watching it. It is actually super interesting. I love it. And it's about like... It, it's sort of like Buffy, but for people who practice Santeria, I think. Okay. Yeah. it's. I like it. I like it. <laughs> to you, one other fan, we're watching together. <laughs> to the one of the person in the multiverse watching that show. Um, there's also a show that I wanted to start. It's it's like about a woman. She kind of I, 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 it's an actress I've never seen before. She has kind of like this really big, like almost reddish kind of curly hair. Oh, she looks really iconic. And Russian it's a sh- doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian it's doll. It's awesome. Oh, you've watched it? Yeah, because I've been you know parental leave. It's just like binge fest. And yes, I highly recommend Natasha something or other. Yes, yes. I watched the pre. I've heard it's like wickedly funny, like dark humor. It's yeah. It's very like it's super cynical. It's kind of the perfect general. Generation X show. Oh, I get. I can get some Gen X warm feelings from watching Gen X type things. Yeah, 
What's your What's your iconic Gen X movie in your mind? Oh, jeez. Um, well, you know, uh, what's What's the movie with the um, the group? Is it Breakfast Club? Oh, with yeah, the um, yeah. is that Gen X? I guess it's kind of like an '80s thing in a way. Yeah. Like some movies like that. Is that even before? No, that's Gen X because that's yeah. that's the era in which we grew up and we were we were elementary, you know, ele- yeah. you know, school kids. So I think of that right away. I'm trying to think like what's is is the Matrix too early to be Gen X? Oh, I don't know. I think the Matrix counts. I think the Matrix has a very Gen X feel to it. Well, it's got Keanu Reeves. So Keanu Reeves number one, number yeah. two, all the black clothing. Oh yeah, that's true. Number three. People just living in a dirt hole underground, like yeah. that's and wearing sunglasses at night. And wearing sunglasses at night, <laughs> that's Gen X. Yeah. And just like the kind of like, kind of like the, re, the you know, like just the sarcasm, the anger, the minimalism of it. The one I think of is Reality Bites. That's mm. you know, because it's got Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke. Yeah, totally. And Janine Garofalo. Oh, Janine Garofalo. Who I love. She's the queen of Gen X. <laughs> yeah. Or at yeah. least a princess. Oh, of all that snark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they're a little older than us. They're probably like 10 or 15 years older than us. Well, I think we're both in that generation, too, where it's like we're clearly not millennials, but we're not totally like old enough to be in the heart of the Gen X. Yeah, we're the lost generation. But I was just remembering the other day, because I ended up in a Wikipedia vortex, like l- reading the article on Kurt Cobain's suicide. Oh, yeah. I remember where I was when that news broke. I, I was, where were you? I was, in one of, I was in my friend Seth's bedroom before like a basketball tournament or something and his dad came in and broke the news oh man how did you take it i don't know i don't i don't remember i I think it felt weird like a big deal yeah i was um in in high school and i remember they had grief counselors and like no way yeah because i grew up in basically like the town that kurt cobain is from it's sort of like my town. Like, that town is oh, its yeah. relationship to Seattle would be like yes. my hometown's relationship to Portland. So it yes. felt like like I, your I friend died. I could totally see that. Having having hung out in Sandy, I could totally see. <laughs> my hometown. I could totally yeah. see just like, who, who would it be that would die today that would be a similar figure that schools would have grief counselors for? Well, I don't know if such a person exists because Kurt Cobain had this sort of like overly earnestness to him, but... I mean, like, he was so huge. He was so iconic. Justin Bieber, maybe, but it just doesn't seem like there's a... What do you think? I think Justin Bieber's death would be a polarizing event. Yeah, because, like, Nirvana was kind of one of the last rock, uh, like, rock gods, you know? And so I don't know if there is an equivalent now. Do people listen to rock like they used to? Yeah, that's a good point. Rock and roll's been dead since Kurt Cobain died. Wah, wah. Hey, we miss we miss you all. We miss making the podcast. We'll make a few more of these kinds of things. We might even we were thinking of experimenting. Is this a horrible idea? Feel free to tell us. Actually, don't. We're gonna make a we're gonna have it. We're gonna activate our YouTube channel and we're gonna start doing. We're gonna do some video type stuff. So for people who are into that, we're gonna try it out. At least just get the get the channel rolling. Yeah, let us know what you think of it. You know, tell your friends. Some of you have asked how you can support us, and probably the biggest thing is just liking us on social media and engaging with us there. And telling your friends to listen, you yeah. know, um, and, and telling your mom to listen. Moms, moms really like the show. We're totally mom friendly. It's a mom friendly show. This is a clean show. We do clean sets for moms. <laughs> That's right. That's and um, so anyway, uh, great to check in with you all here. Um, more to come. Oh, and by the way, we also, I was just thinking this morning, you know what yeah. I thought? I was what? like, you know how we got all, we have all those interviews from season two and we're going to re-release them just as interviews. And I was supposed to be doing that while you were kind of AOL here and I didn't even do it once. <laughs> That's okay. You've got another job. We both have day jobs. We have day jobs, but we can still start doing that because I think, especially for people, maybe if you've just kind of 
you know, found out about the podcast recently and you haven't, you know, listened to all of season two yet, kind of working your way through. Sometimes the interviews are just fun, punchy ways to get get in touch. Yeah, so we hope you enjoy those and we'll look forward to talking with you all from time to time and launching season three. Signing off. Bye, weirdos.